0: Episode thirty of podcast. Neil and Mike back for another week, and I finally figured out what I want to do when I'm a grown up, and I want to do my dream job. What's that? I want to work in a sex shop. Okay, because then I can tell people to go fuck themselves, and it'll be appropriate.
1: <laughs> another another classic dad joke brought to you
0: by Neil. Thank you. Well, Neo. after last week's. <laughs> after last week you know pringles can and yeah. <laughs> rubber gloves and <laughs> apparently rice right um so thank you to dr d for yes, bringing that for attention um <laughs> it, it was an interesting call well it was literally was the most <laughs> practical answer <laughs> Like, she literally gave the most practical answer to knowing what that was before even knowing what that was. Yeah, the fa- and, like, the tweet, I believe she said something along the lines of, like, she's yelling it out before yes. even knowing what the answer was, like, flashlight! Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, that brought me so much joy. You have yes. no idea how much joy that brought me, so... I'm glad that my... The, the comment, not the homemade oh. flashlight. <laughs>
1: The comment was fantastic.
0: Thank you Dr. D. Yes, that was that was great. So it's uh it's been a little while since we had a chance to talk. It has been a little while. It's a Sunday. It's not a Thursday. It is a Sunday. You had some stuff come up on Thursday and we always say life comes first.
1: Yeah, so. hanging it with my buddies on my buddies on Zoom trying to figure out if we're going to be able to go backcountry camping or not. Just the lockdown happening here. So And what's the
0: general feel so far? We
1: think it's gonna be doable. Uh, We're hoping, because right now we had our our current lockdown extended another two weeks. I saw that, yeah. Which takes us to June 2nd, which was the day that we were supposed to go. Mm. So we're hoping that they'll either open before and all is good, which I don't think that they'll do, or they'll open after, the day after, in which case we will just modify our trip. We'll go one day later and stay and just yeah. push our day out.
0: As long uh, as there isn't an announcement, like the, a couple days before saying, okay, we're doing it for another two weeks.
1: Yeah. If they make, if Doug Ford makes an announcement or better an announcement again, I will fucking flip. <laughs> That's like the running <laughs> joke here in Ontario. It's like, don't make me make an announcement in a couple of days, taking everything away from you. It's like, fuck off. Fuck it's- off.
0: Go have your breakfast sandwich and
1: (laughs) Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah, and just go fuck off, Randy. Go fuck yourself. See? (laughs) Sex shop. Yeah, go. Yeah, there you go. I would invite Doug Ford into my sex shop and tell him to go fuck himself with the most uncomfortable thing he can find in my store. Awkward (laughs) silence? Ooh, that's pretty That's pretty uncomfortable. That is pretty uncomfortable.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ooh. Um And on top of that, your family has a bit of an announcement this week. We do. We have a new
1: member of our family joining in about eight days, I think, was the official count today.
0: Now, I think you need to be a little bit more specific before any listeners really start to think, oh, my God. I'm not having another kid. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We're getting a puppy. That's awesome. We're getting a puppy. It's It's a half husky, half shepherd. He is going to be a tank. When He gets older. Um, his his name right now is Chunk. Uh, um, I, I think
0: it needs a stick because I saw I a think picture it's, on I,
1: it's feeling like it's gonna stick and it suits him really well. Like, I he's... saw a
0: picture on Kim's Instagram, and yeah. Uh, wow, yeah, yeah, that's a good name.
1: Yeah, he's like <laughs> he's super docile right now, like, he seems super chill. Um and he was the biggest of the litter, which is why the, the breeder named him Chunk. Of course, um, but he, it, like, yeah, to a T, it is him. Like he is perfect for that name. So very excited about that. It'll be a, it'll be a bit of a change again. It's just like a lot when, when you get a, any new pet, or you oh, get, of course. or if you have a baby, like you're up in the middle of the night, you're sleeping on the floor next to the next to the dog you're going up for walks at four o'clock in the morning or it's it's gonna be all that but i can't wait for it um it'll be now, a lot of fun
0: i have to ask where do you stand in in terms of say crate training are you pro are you against are you like i think we're gonna give it a shot okay and just see i don't know i've never done it before
1: i don't know the pros and cons of doing it yeah um we'll get like we'll we'll give it a try and see how it goes and if it doesn't seem like the right thing
0: to do then we won't do it i don't yeah. know yeah honestly I think- that's the best approach to go into it with because like i know some people that have done it and done it successfully and it works for them um my wife and i have tried crate training for our dogs and it has never worked yeah um so we didn't bother um, Yeah. <laughs> So just roll with the punches. Do what yeah, works for you guys.
1: I think that's that's exactly what we're gonna do. Like I don't, I can't imagine us being like super strict dog owners and stuff like that. But at the same time, you don't want the dog to obviously dictate your life. So no, no, we'll figure out that good balance. And uh yeah, it'll be interesting, man. It's exciting. I totally get it. How's your daughter feeling about it? Oh, she she's the main reason we wanted to do this like we had to, like kim and i had to talk about this for a, a little bit um even back when we lived at the condo but we just we didn't want to get a dog in the condo it just would have been too tight for everyone there's no way yeah even if it was a little dog and we we had been thinking originally about a little dog um and then literally friends of ours down the street we didn't realize were breeders and had a litter and we Kim saw one of the pictures on Facebook one day was like, Oh my God, like, I think this is the dog. Like, these are like, this is where we're going to get our dog. Um, and Carrie was like, just like, she fell in love in the first minute. Like, she's like, Oh my God, Chunk's sleeping on me. And oh my God, he's so cute. Awesome. so fluffy, And like, it'll, um, she'll have a little pal,
0: which is awesome. So, I mean, <laughs> I've always I've said to my wife a few times now, like when when our animals that we currently have are gone and no longer with us, which hopefully is a long way off. Right. I don't know if I could ever bring myself to be a pet owner again. That's fair. Um with that said, I've had some time to think about it and I don't know if I could go without again. Right? It's it's one of those catch twenty twos. Yep there's some things that I would consider going against my previous comment for like, cause there's some breeds I would absolutely break that rule for like an old English bulldog. I would absolutely yep. break that rule for cause I love that breed and I would go for that. <laughs> yeah. And I already have a name picked up because I love it when you go for like, and you give like appropriate human names to animals. Yes. yes. Like you see somebody with like, you know, a dog and they name it like Susan. David. <laughs> David. <Yeah>. Something <laughs> like that, right? So sure in, my, in my mind, I already have a name picked out for the English Bulldog that I do not yet own. Which is? I'm only going to say this on the basis that nobody's going to steal it. Okay.
2: <laughs> the
0: dog's name will be Reginald. I like that. But I will call it Reggie for short. Yes. Or, Reg. or Reggie. Yeah, or just Reg. Yeah, because you know, good, like that. good, British sounding name, right? Yeah, I like that. So that's a really um, good
1: name.
0: For well, congrats to you guys. Thank honestly. you, sir. It, yeah, like you said, there's going to be some some headaches in the next little while coming up, but honestly, once you get through this this growing phase now, it, it's going to be so worth it.
1: <laughs> oh, and just like especially around here, like yeah, like it's a very very dog friendly community. Um, neighbors on one side of us have have a small dog that's i think two or three uh they also have a little girl that's a year younger than carrie and those two get along really well oh, So they nice. like take the dogs on walks together and we've got all this property to go
0: and play on just it's going to be great man definitely great. a bit more of an open area right just a little bit <laughs> just a <laughs> so, little bit so that definitely yeah. helps
1: yeah yeah and i think yeah that was one of the main reasons why we wanted to wait to do it just so that we could not feel like we were trapped with having a like having a pet that just is too big for where we live
0: i get it and I this dog's it.
1: gonna be big we weren't oh, yeah. a dog like this but at the same time like this it's like this dog's gonna be big and it's gonna live for a long time so like
0: the good thing is with where you are and the space that you have you can get the pet that you want for the most part so if that Absolutely. means you want a big dog you can get a big dog if that means yep. you want a small dog you can get a small dog yep so be it yep Yep. right no
1: exciting times man exciting that's awesome
0: times. i'm so happy for you guys i saw that picture i showed ronda my wife right away and Totally jealous, but happy for you guys at the same time. Because I'll <laughs> we'll
1: see if you're jealous when I'm texting at three o'clock in the morning, saying, "Hey, Neela, yep, I, yep, I,
0: totally." Because I am. Yeah, and honestly, the thing is, like, we've been talking about this for years because we're totally dog people, right? There needs to be an air freshener that smells like puppy breath. Okay. And you'll know, like, if you didn't notice it when you go to. When you went to go see the the yeah. litter, yeah, you'll notice it when you bring Chunk home, like there's a distinct puppy breath smell, okay and there needs to be an air freshener for dog lovers that is just puppy breath okay I will see yeah i will it's... see
1: i I will smell to believe
0: yes, it is one of those like just adorable things, so speaking on
1: a, on, a, on a short tangent are you yeah. wearing a jay on right watch it t-shirt hell yeah i am that is
0: amazing from from that their fox amazing. days when they had their merch going awesome yeah love it hell yes watch it watch it
2: um i have in my
0: somewhat hot little hands not like trump little but little um the results from round one Of our poutine bracket. Oh, yeah. Now, we are going to do random selection, and round two is going to start tomorrow. So, this is going to get interesting.
1: This is going to get real interesting now. The
0: random selection is going to happen off air tonight, completely randomized. You won't know the matchups until they get posted. This week coming up, again, we're going to be doing two day matchups, and we'll go from there. All right. All right. Uh, But the winners as they are right now, we have got Costco beating McDonald's. That was pretty. Not even close. That was pretty expected. Yeah. Not even close. It was 70% to 30%. Yep. So uh, we've got Mary Brown's beating out Burger King. Again, I'm not that surprised. But this one was tightly contested. Like it was fifty three to forty seven in terms I've of never, percent. Uh, you know how like all these places,
1: all these like chicken places now have like their big chicken sandwiches. Now I still want to do the Mary Browns one. I haven't done the. Oh Mary God,
0: Brown's. the big Mary is so good.
1: Oh God, and it's been like a year since I've had Mary Browns. So Kim and I keep saying like that's our next thing to try. Yeah,
0: and Mary Browns is it's like oh God, seriously. Maybe, maybe I'm I'll almost having a. I'm almost having a, a homer moment where yeah. I'm like drooling now. Um, yeah. Anyway, Mary Browns beat Burger King. <laughs> Let me move yeah. on. Um, the next one was by far and away the biggest blowout of the first round. New York Fries beats KFC. Yeah. 94% to six.
1: Yeah. Not surprising.
0: Yeah. Uh, the next one, again, tighter race than I thought it was going to be. Wendy's beats Popeye's. Interesting. I'm really surprised by this one because I'm my bias is going to show here. I thought Popeyes was going to pull that one out because their gravy is by far and away better than Wendy's. Yep. Yep. But Wendy's could, takes it. And so be it. It's fair. Yep. Uh, the second last matchup AW versus Dairy Queen. AW takes it by a country mile, 71 to 29.
1: Yep. Not surprised either.
0: Not surprised. The last matchup of the first round. Closer than I expected it to be Harvey's versus smokes smokes yeah. takes it 60 to 40. I'm not that surprised. that either. Harvey's
1: has got a legit good poutine, man. I think if Harvey's was up against anybody else,
0: Harvey's wins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But now we're going to have some matchups that are going to be even more interesting in the second round. Yes. So. Tonight, you and I will do some random picking, and we will go from there. Beautiful, and we'll get the second round all sorted out. And thank you for everyone for participating. Like literally, and
1: it's such a stupid thing to do. It's so it's pointless. It serves no value, but it's fucking fun to oh, just God. To, to to sit around with friends and just have these colorful debates about which fucking
0: poutine is it's the best. Yeah. Like, it I don't know about best. you, but we've had the discussion here at home too. Every time I post one of these, really? which one would you vote for?
1: Ah, I'll like, not have to do that with Kim.
0: We've got some good local
1: favorites here
0: now. Yeah, but you, keeping it within right. the, the confines of the ones that are available through this contest, right? It'd right. be interesting to see what, you know, her opinion would be. Yeah. Um, sure. I will say, she my does look routine. Like, and my, my daughter, for the most part, has agreed with almost every one of these choices so far, um, along with my wife, right up there as well. Um, my wife. My wife. Um, there's only been a couple where we could have been really on either side of the fence. Right. But for the most part, it's been pretty consistent. Yes. Yeah. So. Hey. Now, the other thing that we were going to do this evening, and this is something, we talk music a lot on here. We do. And rightfully so. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, everyone enjoys music. I don't care what you listen to. Everyone enjoys it. Yep. We're going to talk underrated jams. Underrated jams. Now, this is just songs that we believe are underrated in our opinions, obviously. Yes. Yes. Um, Now... We're gonna try and do this by decade. And kind of took Mike surprise by this because I suggested, hey, let's start with the 60s. Which I didn't feel very confident
1: in until I started to realize that a lot of bands that I liked in the 70s started, started in the started in the late 60s. So that yeah. sound kind of starts to carry over. Totally. So that's when I was like, okay, now I feel a little bit better about this. I still had to like go through again from an opinion standpoint is this underrated or not um but i i feel like i've got three solid underrated jams which again may or may not be underrated to other people but to me are legit bangers for these three artists
0: yeah and honestly i'm the same way and if you want to jump right into them we we totally can i've got mine kind of queued up here um on the old youtube machine uh, yeah, so me give too. me a moment here. Let me make this so that multiple people can share a screen if they are so inclined. Did you want to go first? Yeah. Let me, uh, all right. You do your thing. As um, they say. I will let you know that for mine, while you're doing this, um, I kind of went back and forth cause I actually thought about this throughout the week and I've got a bunch where it's like they're well-known artists But the songs might not have been, say, huge commercial hits for them, or they might not be as well known as, say, some of the other bands of that era. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know
1: exactly what you mean.
0: So, And some of them, it's the one in particular you'll probably think, oh, no, that song was huge. And it's because of one particular pop culture reference that's happened in the last, let's say, 10 years. But if you take that pop culture reference out of it, it's not in the mix for the most part well it's funny this first song came from a pop culture
1: reference oh okay and that's how i found this artist who is just phenomenal
0: okay now i can't say i'm familiar with this artist
1: okay so the guy's name is nick drake very folksy like mid-60s like folk music um I I I think he was a pretty depressed person. I th- I ultimately think I think he ended up taking his life, or he got sick for medication, or something. But anyway, one of those guys that just died too young. Okay. Where a ton of people didn't really know about him, and then there was a song called Pink Moon of his that was in a car commercial. I can't. I think it was a Mazda commercial. Okay. Um. Maybe I'll I'll play it for you during our break or something like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. It. Anyway, I heard that song. Like, oh, this is a really nice song and i looked at his other stuff i'm like holy shit this guy's got like a whole catalog of just amazing stuff anyway not a super well-known artist this is from one of his earlier albums called um i can't remember what the the album's called but the song's called cello song so okay i will give it a play
0: you hear it okay yeah Yeah. Okay. I dig it right away. Like before the cellos even kicked in, I had my foot going. It's it, it, right. Like it's so it's, weird, but it's so good. Cause then the cellos come in and it kind of brings things down a little bit almost. Cause they're so. Yeah. And then like his, it's like, like it's something such... about his voice. I'm trying to place who he reminds me of. And I'm, it's like this weird hybrid bef- between like almost like a Bowie and like Peter Gabriel type yeah it's like you know what i mean it, i feel like it's a more clear bob dylan yeah yeah i could see that too but i dig it
1: it's good yeah I, I anyway i share some of his other stuff with you yeah it's amazing like amazing yeah, honestly anyway.
0: i i like that one track enough that i like i'll probably go on to spotify and check out his stuff yeah like that's definitely worth a listen yeah that was pretty impressive honestly oh there um, you go I I liked it. I'm pleasantly surprised by that one. Nice. Um, Let me bring up my first one. And while I'm doing that, this is an artist that you're probably familiar with already. Like if you grew up watching a lot of um, (laughs) late night TV. Yeah. I guarantee you saw like those classic infomercials where it was like, you know, Oh, you can buy these 500 songs on one CD. yes (laughs) right and it was this type of thing um so and this artist was featured on there quite a bit so the artist is fats domino now i don't know if you've ever listened to a lot of fats domino i've heard some fats domino yeah okay i don't think fats gets enough attention as he should if you go back and listen to some of his stuff they're usually really quick and easy to listen to songs but they're so well done right this one is walking in new orleans so i picked this one it's one of his I, it's one of his bigger hits but i put him on here because i think he's an underrated artist got it so i'll play this see what you think again keep in mind this is early 60s super simple but
2: this time i'm walking to new orleans.
1: Get back to New Orleans
0: I've got my suitcase in my hand Now ain't that a shame I'm leaving here today Yes, I'm going back home to stay Yes, I'm walking to I mean, that's pretty much the gist of the song, and the song's only two minutes long. Like, we just listened to half the song, anyway. So, like I said, that's is. I mean, I don't think he gets enough credit as he should as an artist. I
1: I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Like, it was just good, fun blues. Like,
0: and honestly, one some of my favorite tracks are his. Are are more like you know Blueberry Hill. Or, or something like that. Yep. This is one of his more popular tracks. But as an artist, especially if you aren't really that familiar with older stuff, yep. this is the type of thing I, need to I, I think you need to go back and check out, right? Start from yeah. there and work your way up. I'm so, guessing he's coming off the tail end of the 50s with this. Oh, totally. Yeah. But he actually performed well into his life. Wow. So was he the one that wrote Layla? I don't believe so,
2: but I may be wrong. Or am I thinking
1: that like Eric Clapton went by like a synonym when he put out Layla? Maybe that that could be maybe. But okay, that Anyways. that was my first pick. I very much enjoyed that one, man. Well, that's good. Did Did I you, like that. You one.
0: had another one there.
1: I do. Let All me, right. Oh, one sec. Not a be problem. Sure I
0: shared a sound.
1: Yes, because that's that important. Make this applicable. So my number two is from a very well-known artist, Neil Young.
0: Okay. Um,
1: but this was from one of his first albums with Crazy Horse, mm. Cowgirl on the Sand, which, again, I think it's a very popular song. I think it's popular, but in the grand scheme of Neil Young's catalog, I think because it's part of its like really early catalog, it just kind of falls to the side a bit. Anyway, really, really good song. You've heard it, I think. I think most people have heard the song, but I'll give it a play right now.
0: Imagine doing hit the post to this. Oh my god, you'd have a. We're at 140 <laughs> right now. Yeah, have a drink. Have a smoke. Oh yeah, um, I'm just gonna, you know. <laughs> Hello, cowgirl in the sand. Hello, cowgirl in the sand. Is this great yeah you know what that is that stereotypical like early neil young yeah i dig it be very cool. like
1: crosby stills nash and young yeah like after he's kind of coming off of it so it's still kind of got like the heart like the harmonies with the singing and everything and it's like this like really chunky like guitar sound and everything anyway oh, totally. i think classic neil young song like
0: absolute gem i don't know if it gets as much notoriety as it should yeah that's fair because i'll be honest i can't say that i've listened to that one a lot i'm sure i've heard it before but i can't say like i have it in rotation on a playlist or anything right right But that wasn't bad i like that one there you go uh my next one let me open it up here is going to be switching genres a bit yeah but nothing you know unexpected so this is the one that i was going to show you where it was a little bit it had its moment in the last 10 years because of a huge pop culture moment okay i'm going to play this song for you and see what you think about the song first and then i'm going to ask you if you remember the pop culture moment itself okay the song is by a band called Badfinger. the song is baby blue okay all right so i'm going to let this play see what you think i mean I, I don't know
1: what it's from first off what do you think of the track it's a good track like the the bass and drum sound is so classic 60s it's like very like slippery almost uh yeah um, totally and the the harmonies again in the singing like that that was one of the, i think one of the coolest things about the 60s and 70s like bands that could pull it off the types of harmonies that you could have in a live rock
0: show yeah pretty cool honestly and like if you go back and look at some of their catalog not that there's a ton um but badfinger was so talented but they got overshadowed by some of the other acts that were coming up at the time yeah and it's a shame I think Um, there was a lot of bands like that in the 60s. Yeah. Um, That pop culture moment, I don't know if anything came to mind for you. Nothing. It was the last song that was played on the series finale for Breaking Bad. Oh. And because of that, it had a bit of a resurgence. That would do it but if it wasn't for that it pretty much would have you know lived in obscurity in some classic rock stations and that's it interesting interesting so it's a bit of a shame because it is a great track yeah Um, so that's my second one well if you're going to be tied into a
1: show breaking bad is not the worst show to be tied in i mean
0: really like seriously right
1: (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) So I think we've each got one more. We've each got one more.
1: Let's see what yours is. Let's tear up. Let's, uh, Let's get the old YouTube up again. Oh, no, wrong window, but that's okay. We'll bring it up over here.
0: If my monitor just decided to turn off all by itself. Well, while you're doing that, I'm trying to crack my neck. And let me tell you it was so successful oh you're feeling good honestly I, i've been waiting for that one all weekend you know when you're trying to do that and you know it's not working for you and then yep. all of a sudden it finally just gives and it's like oh
1: <laughs> yep i know the feeling i know so the feeling. Good. i get that in my hips oh god my load-bearing hips Uh, (laughs) Anyway (laughs) um, This last song of mine Is from one of my favorite bands of all time Led Zeppelin
0: It's my all time favorite band song
1: is Dazed and Confused Which um, Classic song Made even more classic By how they play it live Um, Yeah This was the song that jimmy page would solo on using a violin bow on his guitar
0: very familiar with this is this the one from the song remains the same yeah no this is led zeppelin 2. okay or wait Led up on one or two i don't remember oh this is this this is bad no no that's that's fine i'm just thinking because in the movie the song remains the same oh there's a, a live performance yes and it's just ridiculous Oh, okay, no, this is like one of the early BBC performances.
1: how young they are too. I've been dazed and confused So
0: long is not true What a woman never a bargain for you Sweet little baby, say what you will Tongue like so much when I send you to hell Honestly, I was almost tempted to go with Led Zeppelin on my list. Um, I came this close to putting Fool in the Rain on here, because I think that is a highly underrated track. Yep. Um, I don't know. I'm assuming you're familiar with it. Yep. Um, But I did not, but I love the fact that you went with that one on there. I would highly encourage you, since you are a fan, um, if you have not seen it before, to go onto YouTube and look up Dazed and confused from songs Remains Is that when they're playing at Madison Square Garden? Uh, I believe so, but that's not okay. the clip I was going to get you to look up. Okay. Look up, dazed and confused. Yeah, Conan O'Brien.
1: Dazed and confused, Conan O'Brien.
0: Yeah. Right now, you, or you will after you will be yeah. pleasantly surprised. Okay. All right. Uh, my last one is from one of, I would say, the legends of Soul, Sam Cooke. Now, Sam Cooke has a ton of hits out there. Right. Um, I would consider this probably one of his underrated tracks. Okay. I only found out about the track when I was a teenager because of a movie in particular that had, Charlie Sheen, Lawrence Fishburne, and Martin
2: Sheen. Um called Cadence.
0: Okay. If you haven't seen the movie, great watch. Okay. Um, but here's the song. And let's see what you have, or let's see what you think. And before I, I do anything about that, let me just make sure that I actually have I did have the sound shared. So that's <laughs> good. Because otherwise that is counterproductive. we both done that now. Yes, we have. We are even. We each got one. I hear something saying. That's the sound of the men working on the chain. I know this song that's the sound of the men working on the chain gang all day long they're saying Ah. a lot of people have covered that song but he is the original artist that's a banger yeah i love that track so great song Uh, i I like that one it's very
1: interesting how like the paths we both took like there yeah. were, there's some early '60s stuff that I was trying to remember what it was called, and it because like it's it's got like that old like surf vibe to it, not oh, totally like kind of like Beach Boys, but not like Beach Boys. Anyway, it was interesting that we kind of, like I I definitely stayed on the rock side. You stayed
0: more on the blues and oh yeah, blues Motown side. stuff like that. Except for Badfinger, um, except for Badfinger. Yeah, it'll be interesting in the 70s because I've already got a couple ideas for ones that I want to do in the 70s. Me too. And I'm actually really looking forward to it. So um, it'll be this. uh, You know what? This will be cool to listen to, to hear how the sound of the music has changed decade to decade. It would be. Yeah. And I actually, I'm honestly interested to see if anybody's listening, what they think some good underrated tracks would be from these decades as well. Absolutely. So if anybody is actually still listening to us, well, first off, thank you. Um, but seriously, like if you can think of an underrated track or an artist from the sixties that you want to kind of bring to our attention, let us know, hit us up on Twitter, whatever. And yeah, more than happy to listen to it. That'd be cool. Yeah, for sure. Because nothing wrong again with expanding the whole musical horizons, right? No, not at all. So, always
1: good to hear some new stuff, and always good to hear some stuff that you may
0: never even knew existed. Exactly. So, um, wanted to have a conversation with you in regards to some mental health stuff. Yeah. So, it's time for for me to fess up a little bit, and just I had a bad fucking week. Okay. So it actually got to the point where, for the first time ever, I actually had to take a day off work because of how bad I was. Have that, you done that a lot of times? I, I have not. Like, I've been able, for the most part, been able to – this is going to sound so cliche, but I've been able to suck it up and power through. Right. Um, but one of the things that I've been doing for my work – has one of these big projects has come to an end
2: and i'm honestly kind of
0: at a loss i don't know what to do with myself and i realize it's because for the last six seven months now i've been what i thought was dealing with the stress but no i've just been riding the high of the stress right and now that i don't have it it's hitting me hard like i i sat here on friday morning an empty inbox
2: i had nothing going on and i had my head and my hands not able to cope with it just about having a panic attack over the fact that you know there's nothing there yeah wow i could not i could not function
1: wow yeah so (laughs) i can i i can own I, i can't even imagine just that like to go from i i i guess it's like people who train for like a marathon to go from like The training, the training, the training to do the thing and you do the thing. And then it's kinda like, okay, well now what? Even the same I've I've heard people like this happens after you get married too. Like even I'm pretty sure Kim and I went through it where it's like you're planning, 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 planning. You're doing the thing and then you do it. And then like now it's done. Now what do I look forward? Now what? Now I'm doing that. I get it, man.
0: Yeah. So I just I for the first time ever, I had to I had to take a sick day because of it good for you and man. and i didn't know what else to do and part of me felt extremely guilty doing it i yep, I, I, I'd I never that. done that before you know what i mean it's, you, no but if you taking time off because you get the flu well yes and that's the thing and i understand the concept of it but i've always been able to work my way through it you know what i mean well,
1: Yeah. No, no, no. But this is, (laughs) it's just weird. I'm glad you listened to yourself though.
0: Yeah. Like I just, and even like I took the time off. I got through part of the morning, but by, by 1030, I just, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like I, I just physically couldn't do it. I could feel my heart racing. I, I could feel like I could just feel myself and my mind racing. Right. And I just, I emailed my manager. I said, listen, I got to take the
2: rest of the day and explained why. Yeah. Um, Briefly, like I didn't go into too much. And after
0: I got the green light, I went over in the bed uh, across the hall from the home office here. And I stayed there. Like I got up at one to go get something for lunch. I went back into the bed. I stayed there till five. Like, I just didn't do anything. I couldn't bring myself to. Like, it was a chore just to get up and take a piss.
1: Your bo- your body sounds like it was exhausted.
0: Yeah, I just, fuck, I couldn't do it. And add on top of that now, the fact that there's talk about, you know, returning to the office. Yeah. I just fucking hell. Yeah, man. I don't Go know. What I'm, yeah. And I don't know what I'm going to do this week.
2: I honestly don't know. I don't know how I'm going to react. The first thing I know I'm going to have to do is talk to my HR department. Because I have, they know of my diagnosis. Yep. And I have an exemption right now to continue to work from home. Yep. I need to see how long that goes on for. Right. Is
0: it indefinitely? Like, what's the deal?
1: You would think that they could
0: make that happen. You would think, but I don't want to leave anything to chance because that's just one more thing for me to stress over then.
1: Right. Right.
0: So I have to start asking some questions and being proactive and looking out. Yeah, so because well, if I leave it to chance,
1: that'll be good because now at least you'll know that there's like seeds planted to get answers to these things. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Get the immediate answer now. You've done the thing to initiate the process of getting that answer.
0: Yeah, so that'll be one of the first things I do tomorrow. Um, but you know it's bad when like, and this is honestly, last week was probably the worst week I've had since I've started my meds like way back. Like I'm talking like over what a year now. Wow. So this is like the worst week in a year. Wow. Um But you know, it's bad when even like your loved ones point out how bad it was. So yeah. Yeah. It's just, I'm sorry, man. It's, uh, dude, it's, it sucks. And I know you get it, um because i know you've you've got your own stuff that you're dealing with yeah um i'm hoping that by putting this out there a it'll get my ass going <laughs> hmm. you know what i mean Light a fire yeah. under my ass and be a little bit more proactive with some of the things that i can do to help myself yeah, yeah. um and at the same time i'm hoping that anytime we talk about something like this I'm hoping it resonates with someone out there. Oh, because honestly, the fact that, and I know this is going to seem like such a bullshit thing to, to spin it as, but honestly, the fact that I've had like really one bad week in a year, like, I'm not going to say I haven't had bad moments throughout the year. I haven't had a bad day here and there, but like the fact that I've had one bad week straight in a year. That's still a pretty big accomplishment from where I was pre oh, sure. help. For sure. So,
1: yeah. And you're allowed to have bad weeks, man. Yeah. Like, so. it's uh, everything is so abnormal right now, still. <laughs> as oh. much as we still try to, like, I was going to say,
0: everything's getting normal, it's still very abnormal. That's, and, that's putting it bluntly, like, yeah. honestly. And that could, that's kind of the weird thing. Because honestly, the whole like working from home thing and all that other stuff, this feels actually as close to normal as I could imagine it. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Yep, It's going to be going back to the workplace. That's going to be the most abnormal thing. And if
2: what worries me the most is the fact that here's me who's
0: medicated, knows my diagnosis, and is is trying to take care of some things with some therapy, which by the way, hey, if you haven't used it, I found like I was recommended this thing called Seven Cups, uh, which is an online app uh, through the Apple store. Um, I believe it's on Android too. It's, a, it's kind of like a peer support thing that you can download for free. It's great. I've been using that for about a month now, and it's, I've been very happy with it so far. Um, cool. But here's me that's taking these steps to try and improve things for myself. Yep. And I still have this type of reaction. What about all the people out there? That are going to go back to the their workplaces and don't realize that they're gonna like that they're dealing with this stuff yeah haven't reached out for help don't realize that they may have these issues like aren't and then it's going to hit them like a ton of bricks yep good god
1: yeah well hopefully Hopefully, it's like it's going to be like anything. I think employers are going to have to, like, it's got to be such a slow and gradual thing, and it's got to yeah. be, it's got to be for people who want to do it. Like, well, you've got companies like Google now who are apparently were always very much like, be in the office, be in the office, be in the office, and now they're even making concessions on it. I think Twitter did the same thing. Um, like, even in my situation, now I can't ever imagine... <coughs> I can't ever imagine going back to an office. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. just more so from where I live. Um, but we've all proven that we can do it. Yeah. You know, and we've
0: well proven that business continues to go on. Yep. Um, and yeah. we have also, we've also proven that the people that are in roles that can't work from home are heavily relied on undervalued and need to be supported more. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. It's just one of those things. So um, on a bright note, because I refuse to end the show on this type of
2: bullshit. Right. This week
0: passed. The eligible age for first vaccinations in my province is 23 and up. Nice. Yeah. This week coming up. It's supposed to drop to 16 and up. Nice. Which means my daughter should be able to go and get vaccinated. Nice. So fingers crossed. Nice, man. Now, I don't know how we're going to make it work in terms of the second vaccination before the flights to Newfoundland for university and all that, but we'll cross that bridge.
1: Oh, Um, I've got to think. (laughs) like like any pharmacy you should be able to do it no
0: problem we're hoping the thing is and i don't trust them as far as i could throw them but the thing is the the provincial government here said that they want everybody to have their second vaccinations by the end of july right i need that to happen in order to make this work because the way the provincial rules stand right now in Newfoundland as of today uh, the date that we are recording if you go back to Newfoundland as of right now you have to quarantine for two weeks so the latest that my daughter can go back to Newfoundland and be able to move in to the dorms because they are planning on in-class teachings in the fall Yep. And the move-in is the Labor Day weekend.
1: Oh, jeez. Interesting timing will be had there.
2: Yeah, so the latest is like mid-August. Well,
0: fingers crossed, man. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Before we go, I have the numbers randomly picked for the survivors from the first round. All right. Do you want to randomly just decide, pair up numbers one through six? Which ones do you want to see go head to head?
1: I'm just writing this out.
0: Yep. We've got one through six. I've got them on a sticky note in front of me here. And you get to choose the matchups based on the number.
1: Four versus three.
0: Four versus three. Okay, so we've got those two. Next ones. Two versus five. Two versus five. Okay, and that leaves one versus six. Correct. So that means our matchups for the second round, which will start tomorrow, Monday, the 17th, in the afternoon. We've got Mary Browns versus A&W. Oof. We have got Wendy's versus Costco. Oof. And we have New York Fries versus Smokes. Oh, the juggernauts. That is going to be a true heartbreaker. Because oh. there is, as far as I'm concerned, you're 1A and 1B in terms of contenders.
1: Well, we'll see whose routine reigns supreme.
0: Right? Oh, man. Um, I don't know, man. That's going to be a heartbreaker. That's going to be a hard one. All right. That's it for this episode, folks. Uh, it, is, it is what it is. Um, make sure that you follow us on our social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever the case may be. Make sure that you check out the this month's selection for Wax and Poetic. Uh, this month's selection is the lost together album from blue rodeo. We are going to be getting together the last Sunday of this month, which I believe is the 30th or the 31st,
1: the
0: 30th. Nice. At 9 PM Eastern time, uh, to discuss that album, hang out for a little bit. Um, if you haven't registered yet, it is not too late. Just send us an email bods at bodcast.com or hit us up on social media. Um, And until then, I guess, just take care of yourself. Stay safe. If you get a chance, go get vaccinated. Uh, If not for yourself, just for someone you love. Absolutely. And keep wearing your mask, even if you have been vaccinated, obviously. Listen to the science. Okay? And uh, parting words, Mike? Parting words. All right. Well said. Parting words for Mike. (laughs) So...